you need to be able to act in this world of a physical plane in order to achieve that goal. And our fears are what keep us from acting. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are finishing out the fear of old age and the symptoms associated with this. Now again, as a reminder, we're looking at these things because fear is what limits our ability to see clearly and take action that is influenced by divine knowingness, our intuition, and we want to be able to take action like that in order to achieve our goals and dreams faster than we ever thought possible. And those mean our financial goals, our business goals, our life goals, all our goals. So with that in mind, let's know what these fears are. Let's investigate them a little bit further. So the next symptom for the fear of old age is the habit of killing off initiative, imagination, and self-reliance by falsely believing oneself too old to exercise these qualities. So do you say that your life is basically over? Do you say it's too late for me? Can I start my dream now? Now, again, I've been taking these lessons and applying them to all ages because I think they're applicable for everyone, no matter what age you're at. But particularly, do you think in this case, it's do you think you're too old to do that? Okay, do you think you're, you're too old to start? Has time passed you by? And the answer needs to be no. You can use these qualities of initiative, imagination, and self-reliance regardless of your age and regardless of your health. Even in your, your, on your deathbed, you could be imagining. Even on your deathbed, you could breathe for yourself that self-reliance. I'm, I'm taking this to, to, you know, an extreme here, but I want you to think about this. Where do you poo-poo yourself and say, that's not for me. I can't do that now. And even if you're in uh, an age that's that he's not referring to here, are you saying, because of my age, I can't do this? I mentioned this in yesterday's teaching as well, but I think it applies to this too. Are you killing off your initiative, your imagination, and self-reliance because you're saying that you're limited because of your age for some reason? So take a look at that today. Where does age come up for you? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are in the last chapter of Think and Grow Rich, How to Outwit the Six Ghosts of Fear. And we are on the sixth fear, the fear of death. 
I'm not going to read so much what Hill says in this section and go straight to this idea of, of why death is a necessity. If you have a fear of death, this is something to really listen to and take in. There's lots of reasons why people might fear death. Many people have a picture of the afterlife that is of, you know, hell, fire and brimstone, um, very uh, painful thoughts about what could happen to you if you're not um, good in this life. People have a fear of death because of what it would do to their loved ones. People have a fear of death because of it, it being an unknown, something that they don't understand or know. Or they might have a fear of death because they have a lot to do in this lifetime and they don't want to die before they can do it. They miss out on that experience. There can be a lot of reasons behind the fear of death. And fundamentally, I just had a, a deep coaching call with a, a client around just this where she was taking responsibility for something that she cannot control responsibility for keeping other people alive and keeping herself alive is is uh, there's certain things that we can do to to help ourselves live a long and happy life like eating well exercising meaningful work um, staying out of worry doubt fear all of that but there are certain things that you cannot control we don't know if when we leave the house and take a drive whether you know, that's going to be our last car trip. There's lots of, of things outside of our control. It's not random. We made the decision to live, leave at that time. However, it, it is out of our control. So there's a lot that uh, that can bring up for someone and it's worthy of looking into and resolving for yourself if this is something that causes you to be in fear. And again, the reason we're looking at fears as it relates to goal achievement, whether that is your financial goal, which I hope you all are keeping present for yourself, or some other goal in your life, whether that's a relationship goal or a health goal or a spirituality goal, some other a contribution goal, whatever goal you have, you need to be able to act in this world of a physical plane in order to achieve that goal and our fears are what keep us from acting now some of those fears are fears that we have created as adults and many of those fears are fears that have been programmed into us based on how we were raised as as children and the meaning that we created and the self-image that we created for ourselves about who we are in this world and what we are allowed to do and not allowed to do. So understanding that whole picture can help you move through the fears. So right now I want to talk about one thing that Hill says. He says, accept it as a necessity. Accept death as a necessity. Now why might he say this? Well, there's so many reasons, but I want to touch on just a few. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy says that everything gets recycled in the circle of life. Everything, energy is going to transform itself, but it can ne neither be 
created or lost. There's not going to be more of it or less of it. It's just changing form. And, and the entire world is made up of only two things, Hill says, energy and matter. In elementary physics, we learn that neither matter nor energy, the only two realities known to man, can be created or destroyed. Both matter and energy can be transformed, but neither can be destroyed. And this is what the perpetual transmutation of energy says. Things are moving into and out of form. They're going to be transformed in terms of, or transmuted in terms of their form, but they cannot be destroyed. They can never, they, they cannot not exist. They just change forms. So this is like water. Water, when you heat it up, turns into steam. And then steam condenses and turns into to rain. And rain turns into, you know, gets, gets consolidated into a river. And the river moves into the ocean. And then there's a weather system that pulls it back up into rain and it is not destroyed it just changes form this is true for everything including us the law of polarity says that everything is created as a whole nothing is created as a half so of course there's going to be creation and dissolution birth and death those are two things uh, two sides of the same thing everything is created as a whole and we need the opposite in order to have the other. If we did not know birth, we could not know death. If we did not know death, we could not know birth. The, the, this is part of the cycle of life. And you must understand that in order to experience the beauty of this life, we must have an opposite that that allows us a frame of reference a relativity to know ourselves to know ourselves and death is part of a continuous perpetual cycle we are consistently evolving in this lifetime you are evolving that is your job if you will it's it's your job to grow if you fear death and that limits your growth, you need to change your perspective on that. That's a requirement. A proper use of the concept of death is to encourage you to grow, to evolve in the, the best way, the, the mostest way that you can. I just made up that word, okay? You really want to use a positive aspect of of death would be to use it as motivation to do your work in this world to make an impact to live a life of no regret to get out of your own way so that you can do those things for so many of the women that I speak to when they're first you know exploring coaching they are they, they come to me and they say they can't get out of their own way and they fear regretting that they didn't live to their full potential. Now, of course, our potential is going to keep growing the more we grow. That's one of the, the beautiful things about our potential. But you know right now that you're made for more, that you can do more than you're doing right now, that you can make a bigger impact, whether it's an impact for your family or an impact 
for others in this world and an impact for yourself as well. And yet you're not breaking through. You're, you're staying stuck in the, the limitation and you can feel that. And that feels awful. That's a trapped feeling that is not freedom. And in order to really break free, you have to move through some of the fears that we've been outlining and, and be someone who is unstoppable in her pursuit of her own evolution in this lifetime and not let any fear, whether it's the fear of death or other fears, stop you. Live your best life now. And if that includes doing it in your business and you want to break through and make a huge increase in your income and an increase in the impact that you're having in this world, please reach out to us. Please reach out to us and come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. That is a great place for you to take your first step with us. So you can find that at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So next up is the symptoms of the fear of death. So again, just as context, we are speaking about this because our fears are what hold us back from taking action in this 3D world on this physical plane and action is what allows us to take ideas and convert them, transform them, transmute them into a physical form, create them, man make manifest on them. And if your idea is to make six figures or to make seven figures or to double your income or to quadruple your income or whatever it is, that's an idea. In order to make it manifest, you must take certain actions. So we want to we want to look at anything that is getting in the way of you taking those actions. So here are the symptoms of the fear of death. If you missed the previous episode where I explain more about the fear of death, please go back and listen to that. Here I'm just going to read his list of symptoms. The habit of thinking about dying instead of making the most of life due generally to a lack of purpose or lack of suitable occupation. Do you have a purpose? Are you going for what you want in life? If you don't have a purpose, and I did not have a clear purpose when I was starting this. My purpose, if you will, was I just had an income goal. That was what I was going for. I knew that that's what I needed to break through on initially. And that was good enough for me, although I was slightly frustrated when people would talk about how important having a purpose was. That, I just claimed that number and went for it. Then later I realized that it was through that activity that I found my purpose. Okay, but you must have at least that next goal in order to really move forward and step beyond the fears. Hill goes on to say, this fear is more prevalent among the aged, but sometimes the more youthful are victims of it. The greatest of all remedies for the fear of death is a burning desire for achievement backed by useful service to others. So if you're struggling with this, if you know that this is one of the things that you fear, 
And again, I just had a long coaching call with a, a client around this very fear. It, it, it is one of the fears that keeps people immobilized in their life. That you must have a burning desire for achievement backed by the useful service to others. So tap into what you really want to do in this world and how it's going to help. That will help. Now, we did some deeper work on it as well. So if this is something that is um, a challenge for you, please reach out to us. We can help. A busy person seldom has time to think about dying. He finds life too thrilling to worry about death. Sometimes the fear of death is closely associated with the fear of poverty where one's death would leave loved ones poverty stricken. In other cases, the fear of death is caused by illness, breaking down of the physical body, body's resistance. The common causes of, of the fear of death are ill health, poverty, lack of appropriate occupation, disappointment over love, insanity, and religious fanaticism. Okay, there you go. If you have the fear of death or you are in any of these symptoms, just take a look at that for yourself and figure out what your next step is in order to move through this and past this so that you can actualize on your greatest desires and goals in this life. Ever feel like you're working really hard, but you're not exactly sure what's going to move the needle in your business? that can be so frustrating. If you want to meet high-performing women going for more in their lives and their businesses, and you want to understand how to really make an income breakthrough, I invite you to join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com summit. I'd love to show you how you can make this happen for yourself faster than you ever thought possible. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up, we are looking at old man worry. Napoleon Hill says, worry is a state of mind based upon fear. It works slowly but persistently. It is insidious and subtle. Step by step, it digs itself in until it paralyzes one's reasoning faculty destroys self-confidence and initiative. Worry is a form of sustained fear caused by, and listen up here, caused by indecision. Therefore, it is a state of mind which can be controlled. This is so important. This is so important. Oftentimes, I will tell my clients, I will share with my clients, I say it all the time, you need to learn to be a quick decider. And this is a skill that you can practice. You must decide. What happens when you decide is you either decide and you get results that are favorable or you decide and you get results that are not favorable. But in the act of deciding, you move things forward and you move through the fear of making a mistake that is immobilizing. And you close the gap on time so that you move everything forward quicker in your life and in your business. So what's an example of this? Maybe you're 
in uh, a place where you're deciding whether to hire someone. If you are in a clear no, make that decision. That's a clear no. If you're in a clear yes, make that decision. That's a clear yes. It, what becomes challenging is, is it a yes? Is it a no? Is it a yes? Is it a no? It's when it's not clear. Now, some people have used the adage, if it's not a clear yes, it's a no. And you can move forward and make a decision from that perspective. The caveat there is that oftentimes people are afraid to spend money, to invest. And that is the lie underneath the wobble in the, the decision making. And you have to learn how to just say, yes, I'm going forward with this. I'm not going to be in money scarcity. That's not who I am. I'm just going to make this decision. And I can always uh, fire someone, okay, right? Or if you're hiring a contractor for whom you have an extended agreement with, you can always use it as a place to evolve yourself and take personal responsibility, meaning you're going to up your, your communication game. You're going to up how you show up in those relationships so that you actually do receive what you want. So there you go. That's an example for making decisions quickly in your business. Now let's, let's talk about the close the gap period. If you don't make that decision, you've now spent three weeks on that. You've lost the mo motivation. You've lost the momentum. I've made that decision in 15 minutes. Therefore my business is moving forward faster than yours. I'm closing the gap on time. I make my, my mistakes quickly. There's an adage that says fail fast. I'm fine with that. Oh, made a mistake. Let's, let's remedy that. Let's move forward. Fail fast. You three weeks, I've, I've already hired and fired someone before you have made the decision to pull the trigger on hiring someone whose business is going to move forward faster. Okay. Now you might say, well, that might be a costly decision. That might be costly, um, mistake, if you will, not if you put all the principles together at once, which is, you know, if you've learned how to make money, you know that you can create as much as you want whenever you need it so that you are not beholden by that fear of not enough of scarcity. Okay, so you need to put all the practices together at once. And this is what I teach my clients. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So Hill says we are on the, the section, we are in the section on old man worry. So he says an unsettled mind is helpless. Indecision makes an unsettled mind. Do you want to be helpless? That's a terrible feeling. I don't know that anyone wants to feel helpless, though there are people who activate helplessness in order to get attention. If you're doing that, you have to look at that. Are you not actualizing your ability to make a decision yourself and going into helplessness in order to get the attention of someone else and attention is a precursor to love. And again, love is what we, we know is going to give us security and stability as children. So 
if you are in a pattern of helplessness to get attention, to get love, know that this is about you feeling insecure in your life. And, and you have to look at this. What are you going to do to create security in your life? Where do you actually feel insecure? Do you feel insecure if you do something and your partner, your business partner or your life partner doesn't like it and you fear that they're going to leave or get angry at you? Do you fear running out of money? What are the fears that are driving that helplessness? I won't go into all of them. We've just spent an enormous amount of time talking about all the different fears. I'd rather move beyond fear right now. But it's important for you to know that if you are in helplessness, that you are causing yourself quite a bit of challenge because indecision makes an unsettled mind and an unsettled mind is helpless. So let's back engineer that. I said that a little funny. So note if you are helpless, if you're feeling helpless and the remedy to that is make your own decisions. Start making decisions very quickly and experience the results. Take personal responsibility for them without blame or shame and keep moving. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, we are discussing old man worry in the last chapter of Think and Grow Rich. Now again, we're discussing these things because these are the things that stop you from growing and scaling your life and your business. They keep you paralyzed and not taking action. And in order to transform an idea into something that you can touch and feel and use like money, okay, like your income goal, like the business that you have in your mind's eye, you must move through all these fears and, and, and worries and doubts, the things that are stopping you from executing in this world and taking action. And here we are on indecision. And Hill is saying, during periods of economic unrest, which we are in right now, guys, such as the world recently experienced, and he's referring to the depression, the individual is handicapped, not alone by his inherent nature to be slow at reaching decisions, but he is influenced by the decisions, excuse me, by the indecision of others around him who have created a state of mass indecision. So this is happening right now in the time of COVID. There is so much worry out there, concern, fear, that it is paralyzing people. And there's mass indecision right now. It's, it's keeping people from making decisions and thus taking action in their life and in their business. Now, the businesses that are making decisions and moving forward will make it through this period better than any of the other businesses that have gone into paralysis and indecision. Okay, gone into going into paralysis and indecision is a recipe for failure. It's a recipe for having to to shut your doors. Okay, if you are in a place of paralysis, you must act instead. Even if you make the wrong quote unquote decision, you will be better off than not making any decision at all. 
take that in, take that in. If you are finding yourself wondering, is this the right thing to do now? And you're going into paralysis about this, make a note and make a decision, make a decision as quickly as you can. No is a decision. Yes, is a decision. Those are the two options. Okay. But going into indecision leads to confusion and helplessness, and it doesn't move your business further on. Now, the other place where I see this coming up is when people defer making a decision to other people instead of owning the decision themselves. I see this a lot in buying decisions. I need to talk to my husband about it. I need to talk to my uncle who runs a business about it. Well, did he run a business in the same field, in the same time period? You know, why are you deferring to people? I need to talk to so-and-so about it. Maybe it's not a man, maybe it's a woman, but they've never run a business. Why are you asking people who are not running your business or have run a business similar to yours or have taught people how to run a business? Why are you deferring to people outside of you and thus deferring to their fears to help make a decision? You gotta think about this. This is, this is a form of staying small. Stop that to become unstoppable. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up, I want to read to you a passage here where Hill outlines how indecision and decision work on the ground, sort of like what you can do right now. So he says, the six basic fears become translated into a state of worry. So your fear becomes worry through indecision. That is the mechanism through which you transform a fear into a state of worry, which is what paralyzes you, okay? It paralyzes you. So relieve yourself forever of the fear of death, he says, by reaching a decision to accept death as an inescapable event. Decide that. Whip the fear of poverty by reaching a decision to get along with whatever wealth you can accumulate without worry. So you decide, I'm going forward. I'm just going to build my business. I am going forward. I'm not going to worry. I'm going forward. I leave that thought behind. I look forward. I make the decision to go forward. Now, many people are stuck in a cycle of worry while they're building their business. It does no good. It's going to create a huge amount of paralysis for you. It's going to slow you down. The vibration that you will be in will not be one of success. It will be one of potential failure that you're looking at all the time. Don't do that. Okay. He says, put your foot upon the neck of the fear of criticism by reaching a decision not to worry about what other people think, do, or say. So you make a decision about that. And then because you're habituated to worrying about it, when that habit kicks in, you note it and boom, you say, wait, I made a decision. I'm not going to be concerned about what other people think, do, or say. So I'm going to go forward with what I desire, with what I want. And you take that action. 
He goes on to say, eliminate the fear of old age by reaching a decision to accept it, not as a handicap. So you're not going to put a vision in your mind of something terrible happening in old age, but as a great blessing, which carries with it wisdom, self-control, and understanding not known to, to youth. I would add, start visioning how you want your later years to look. Do you have a picture in your mind of decrepitness and, and, and a lack of uh, mobility or agility or uh, the ability to think? Why don't you hold a vision of how you want to enter old age and how you want to, to pass into death, right? Place that vision now, that positive vision now. He goes on to say, acquit yourself of the fear of, of ill health by the decision to forget symptoms. The decision to forget symptoms. So don't worry about how you're feeling right now. If you are feeling bad, now this is not to say don't go to the doctor or don't take care of some issue. Sometimes the issues are coming up because they need your attention. But if you are um, in a state of worry about something that is, mm, you know, could pass, let's say you have uh, a cold or a sore throat or a headache, you know that this isn't a symptom of a brain tumor unless you have a headache that has been with you for a long period of time, right? So you, you've got to use your, your best judgment here. But if it's just a headache that's come up, make the decision not to think about the symptoms. See what happens. It's kind of amazing when that happens. Master the fear of loss of love by reaching a decision to get along without love if that is necessary. Or I would add here, make a decision to create love in your life. You are that powerful. You are that powerful. I don't think anyone has to get along without love. I think that's a big, big uh, a lie, personally. So I would say make a decision to create love. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to dive deeper into decision. This is such a critical aspect of stepping forward in your business and getting the results that you want faster than you have been previously, not faster, like overwhelmed, the world speeding up so much, I can't handle it, but faster, like, oh, I said, I wanted to do X. I said, I wanted this level of income and look at that. It's coming in to me. I'm able to receive it faster. And one of the mechanisms to do that is making faster decisions, not going into that worry, that doubt, that fear of criticism, all of that. Now, how do you discern between indecision that is based on a sense of worry, fear of criticism, all the things that we've discussed, and your actual personal decision-making cycle that is true and correct for you. Not based on your programming, but in, in terms of the, the limiting beliefs that have be, uh, been embedded inside of you in your subconscious, but your decision-making cycle that is part of your, your character, your being, the you that you are. So 
I'm going to give you a few things that I do to attune to this and, and eliminate the indecision that's based on worry and step into a decision-making cycle that is correct for me. So if there is second guessing or nervous energy or deferring to other people, that is indecision based on worry and fear of criticism. And this is something that you feel in your body. You will notice it in your body. It comes through as thoughts of what is, what does she think? Or maybe I should talk to so-and-so and it's second guessing uh, a feeling that you have. It's a thinking that's a second guessing, a feeling that's in your body. And then that second guessing becomes a nervous energy inside of you. And you can feel that. Now, let me talk about this deferring to other people. There's, again, nuance here. Oftentimes, my clients will ask me about a decision they're, they're making. And they're, they're, they're asking me for advice. Sometimes that is deferring, like, I don't, I don't know how to make this decision. And we, we have a conversation that helps them train themselves up to be in a stronger place of decision, uh, clearer about the process for themselves, eliminating these subconscious beliefs that are keeping them from owning a decision. However, sometimes it's, I've never done this before and I need some advice here. That is a perfectly legitimate time to ask someone else for help, but there is a, a, a internal energetic difference there. And sometimes it starts as nervous energy. Sometimes it starts at second guessing yourself and you need to learn through conversation with someone who can guide you how to step into your truth and know what's right for you and, and build your experience. And you can shortcut that experience through, through working with the, uh, someone who has more experience and can give you that level of advice. Okay. Now what's the flip side to this? If nervous energy and second guessing is the way that we can feel in and know that we were, we are coming from a place of, uh, worry and fear of criticism, there's an alternate place and it's a quiet place where you're not yet resolved. You're quiet though. You don't have that nervous energy. You don't have that fear running through you. You don't have that worry that's underlying everything. You're just in this quiet place of, I'm not quite there yet. There's missing information for me. There's something that hasn't yet dropped in. I need more information, not as an excuse, not as a stalling technique that I need more information, like a research project that's going to take three months or even two weeks is not, um, not okay. And you can see that by, if you're delaying the research, okay, delaying getting the information or making that, that bigger than it needs to be, that's a sign that you're, you're in a little bit of a subconscious sabotage there. And, and let me give you an example of how this recently came up for me in my business. I love doing this. I think it's really important that you see the process. So we're doing the, the summit in May, the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit in May. And 
we had planned to do this in person in Miami and we had a hotel contract for which I put down a large deposit and yet COVID had not yet resolved in the way I thought it would based on when when I made that initial decision for the hotel contract. And if you don't know anything about hotel contracts, part of what you do is you agree to a food and beverage minimum and a night minimum. And if you don't meet those, you're on the hook to pay lots and lots of money. So now that COVID is still in play, but slightly resolved, doesn't make sense to hold this in person? Will we fill the event in person or do, do we need to go all virtual still? And initially I, I thought, okay, the, the vaccination hasn't rolled out enough. People are still edgy about this and traveling. I get it. I, I want to be on the safe side, not um, risking too much. And we looked at moving the hotel contract to another date. And that took three or four weeks of conversation with the hotel and it just wasn't happening. Uh, they, they're short staffed because, you know, not everyone is back in the, the game. So it would take three or four days to get an answer back from the hotel. And it was causing me not to make a full decision on our May event. And in the meantime, I was getting a lot of feedback from my clients that they would love to go in person. And I was getting a lot of feedback from potential clients that, oh, wouldn't it be great to do this in person? Now, not everyone. There are people who are like, absolutely not. I will not travel. And I completely 100% respect that. I get that. I totally get that, which is why we love doing the live stream. And yet there were all these people who were also of a totally different perspective saying, I would love to travel. I social distance. I keep my distance. Uh, you know, I, I do my protocols, but I would love to travel. So the other day I went back to my hotel uh, person, the person on my team who interfaces with the, the hotels and say, would they be willing to give us a contract, adjust our contract, amend our contract so that there was no downside for us? And so that we could do it in person and invite the people who want to come in person to come in person and put on a freaking fantastic in-person event and do this live stream thing without any uh, negative consequences for us. Would that work for them? Would they be able to take that risk? And we'll, we'll open the doors and we'll come. I will social distance. I will keep my distance. Uh, we'll set up the room in a way where everyone can keep their distance and would they be willing? And they came back with a yes. So this was an example of me needing more information. Let me, let me backtrack just a little bit. I was willing to lose the deposit on the contract and just go virtual. But something was telling me I, from that quiet place that I wasn't yet resolved with that there was a solution and I needed to get to the place to ask the right question, to get the information that I needed in order to make that decision. Once that information came back, I made that decision in five minutes. I let myself think about it for a couple hours 
And then I went back and I was like, I'm a yes, let's do this. And everything started to go into play from that place. I got energized. I got motivated. I got that resolution was so key, but I needed more information, not as an excuse, not as a stalling technique. I had continued to move this process forward, calling my hotel person every single day, right? Asking what's the update? What's the update? Not from a place of I'm going to hide my head in the sand. Okay. So you need to understand that sometimes you need more information. That's fine. But you're doing that from a place of clarity, internal lack of um, stalling or confusion. You're doing it from a place of, okay, this is what we need. Can we have this? Right? That's clarity. Okay. I hope this helps you with your decision making. I can feel a, a whole podcast episode coming through on how to make good decisions for yourself. So with that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.